Fire in Chinatown, living with the inflation, and we've got a story on the Pattaya Pride Parade. That's all coming up on today's Good Morning Thailand. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. And this show is brought to you by BISP, that is British International School Phuket. And presenting with me today is Nati Warisa. Hello, everyone. Hello, indeed. Happy and Monday. I will be your host for today. I'm Jay, rocking the Tiger Tea. Yeah. You can buy the merch at Tiger e-commerce shop what's it called the tiger, tiger shop the tiger.com flow <laughs> forward slash shop <laughs> i did a great job announcing that all right all right ladies and gentlemen as usual you can use the timestamps to skip to the part that you want to skip to and hear more about the stories that we're going to be talking about today we have got actually almost six stories today so mm. let's get on with it the first one being the Bangkok Chinatown fire. Nati, mm. now unfortunately, uh, one person had died has has died in a fire in Bangkok's Chinatown, which was uh, yesterday. Um, the blaze broke out in the historic Sampeng Market in Sampatana, Sam, Sampanthawong district, located beside the Chao Phraya River. Uh, now, terrified shoppers were obviously running uh, for their lives as the bla blaze started to gut about five houses uh, before firefighters arrived on the scene to put out the flames. And uh, some rescue volunteers choked on the smoke and were rushed to the Klang Hospital. Um, the Bangkok governor, has also Khun Chachat, has come out uh, and was reportedly on his way to inspect the scene after um, the fire broke out. The fire is believed to have been caused by a transformer exploding uh, at a three-story shop house according to a Thai media outlet and it is believed that the flames then spread to cars parked in front of it. Uh, this market obviously has a very rich history as Chinese immigrants settled here in 1782 uh, the year Bangkok became Thailand's capital and Bangkok Chinatown obviously very famous for uh, you know shopping and eat food and it's a very vibrant scene in Bangkok. The blaze looks extremely how to call this like it's it's huge fire that's yeah. a very unfortunate yeah because i know that a lot of people like that's the residential area as yeah. well as where they work they work and live in the same place so it's like they lost everything it's densely populated mm -hmm. uh, lo a lot of people uh living there working there and visiting there every day um for now we're going to keep you up to date with all the latest information on the tiger.com um and uh, yeah we hope uh, ev anyone recovering uh because of the damage caused by the fire or anyone, uh, the families of the people who've lost their lives. Uh, we are condolences here from the Tiger office. Um, all right, Natty, let's now talk more about Bangkok and um, referring to the thumbnail today, living with the inflation. Now, the Bangkok governor, actually, he's been, he's been quite popular. He's been a lot in you know obviously he's, he's going to be out on the news every day you know he's on the spotlight but he's making some moves and headlines almost every other day mm. isn't he he's got great pr mm -hmm. great pr <laughs> uh so i'm i'm gonna start firstly uh talking about commuters all right mm -hmm. uh, now uh, there was a, a news piece out talking about how commuters have now turned to trains. Trains have actually seen a 30% increase in passengers um, 
especially uh, for the last couple of months, uh, due to the price rise in uh, fuel prices, uh, inflation, and just uh, yeah, rise in prices in general. Uh, more people are opting for travel by train, and it seems to be the preferred mode of transport due to the high fuel prices as well. And as health concerns caused by COVID-19 are diminishing, people are commuting more often, but um, people are not choosing to drive their own vehicles. Mm. Uh, especially, you know, e even if you have a 30-minute drive, what would cost you 500 baht is now costing people 700 baht, which is an increase of 200 baht. And if you think about it, if you're refueling at least two to three times a month, that's an extra 500 baht that you're spending, which most people can't afford, mm -hmm. uh, even, even though it does look like a, <laughs> you know, <coughs> excuse me, uh, even though it might look like a very small uh, difference, but uh, it does have a very big impact on many people across Thailand. Now, Nakhon Ratchasiman railway station has seen an increase of over 30% in passenger numbers. So, uh, let me ask you, Natty, if you could travel from Bangkok to Hua Hin by train or car, preferably, yes, you would choose car because you can arrive within what? an hour and a half, an hour? Two hours maybe, yeah. But by train, how, you actually traveled to Ho Hin by train. How long did it take you? Oh, because I took the slow train, so it stopped at virtually every single station. So okay. it took us like five hours to get oh, wow. there. Yeah, it's okay. a long journey. And can I ask you how much your ticket costs? Oh, we also went on a disability train. So that one was off the charts. That one was 700 baht Ooh, okay. per ticket. That one was expensive. But if you go into a no aircon one, mm -hmm. it could be as cheap as like only a couple hundred baht, okay. like 130 or something. So it's pretty affordable. Yeah. All right. Especially if you're traveling with, uh, you know, a family or a couple of people, mm -hmm. uh, perhaps using the train would be a lot more a viable option in terms of costs and yeah. saving costs. Um, now, all train trips uh, were suspended during the COVID-19 break, but they have now actually resumed, all of them. So there are now sufficient services for the high demand during rush hours um, in the morning and in the evening, according to the station master uh, as well from the Nakhon Ratchasima railway station. And especially in BTS as well now, you know, during during crowded hours, many people use the MRT and the BTS, and th that has also seen an increase um, in the amount of passengers. Um, surprised? Are you surprised? I'm not. I'm not as well. Like, now that the restaurants are full of people, malls yeah. are full of people, obviously people have to get there somehow. And... Uh, the cars in Bangkok in particular are just jammed now. So yeah. what's the alternative? Not only just saving time, but also saving costs. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, I was talking about a story yesterday regarding the BMTA, which is basically the public bus uh, service. Mm -hmm. And many commuters are finding it difficult uh, to get public bus uh, to go around uh, Bangkok anyways because there's actually they've reduced the frequency of their service due to high costs oh. and the BMTA actually came out and they were talking about how yes they have thousands of buses but they range from an average of five years to 25 years of service so mm. they didn't say how many of them <laughs> have been 20 or 20 years or plus but they, they also came out and said look we can't do anything about it mm. we have reduced the frequency of our service our service is late there's 90 percent of commuters actually uh, complaining that it's late and uh, unfortunately we can't do anything about it because we don't have the budget mm. so at least they were honest about the current situation so perhaps uh, the new governor can do something about this and help the bmta out and the people mm. because yeah uh, they're not going to use the bus. It's unreliable. So people are going to use the train. It's mm -hmm. uh, but 
is that going to cause an issue for the trains? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be have to, you know, because if with demand, um, are you going to be waiting for a train for 30 minutes? Who knows? When you say train, you mean the BTS? Yeah, the BTS or the Yamati. Uh, I, I say that because, you know, so so we're in, we're in Asok, right? So when I'm going to the... Uh, MRT during rush hours, so let's say 5 p.m., 6 p.m., mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to the Petchaburi, uh, MRT Petchaburi, right? I go and stand in front of the train, and when the train arrives, it's packed already, <laughs> right? Yes. So, and if there's 10 people waiting in line, I sometimes have to wait two trains, mm-hmm. so, so I'm waiting on average 15, 20 minutes, which mm-hmm. is fine, but I'm saying with this increase, like 30% increase in passengers for trains, am I now going to have to be waiting longer? Mm. You know, are trains going to come even uh, more packed and more uh, with with more people? Right. Because because you know, any smart person would be like, all right, there's no point in waiting for a train in Petchaburi. By the time it arrives uh, in Petchaburi, it's already going to be packed. Let me go to one station earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 take the train there. Oh, you just gave them a tip. That's how no, you do it. Yeah. It, I'm I'm not a genius. I think, <laughs> I think anyone can figure that out. Right. But you know, and by the time the train does arrive, you know, you're standing like this, and you're yeah. like, oh, oh no, what's going on? Yeah. Um, we could use maybe not more frequent uh, trips of the the train, but just more how to call it, carriages, because the MRT line is kind of long, and right now it has like maybe ten of those carriages. So if we can increase that by like two each. Mm-hmm. of each fleet that would really help i think yeah. definitely uh should they give up on the bus altogether oh no i feel like that's an integral part and <laughs> and obviously the cost of the buses are so much lower than the bts or mrt yeah i think from one end to the other end of a bus like it would not cost you more than 25 baht whereas the bts or mrt could cost you up to hundreds and hundreds of baht like if you wanted to go on the end Oh, the from end. the yeah. first station to the last yeah. station. So, I mean, the price difference is pretty, pretty large. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. The public bus sometimes costs like 20 baht. You, it's ridiculous how far you can go yeah. with 20 baht on a public bus. Yes. Uh, if it arrives on time and if you can make it on there. Oh, well. Um, all right. Um, let's now, Natty, talk about some solutions. Mm-hmm. There's a rise in price. Uh, is there a solution for the BMTA? Hopefully the governor can figure, figure that out. Also, uh, perhaps, you know, to help with the rise in passengers and trains, add more carriages. It's easier said than done. Who knows yeah, if that will actually expensive, happen. It's expensive, I know that much. But, but let's talk about a current solution mm-hmm. that is already actually going to be practiced. Is curry the solution for rising mm-hmm. prices? Natty Risa has got more information. Right. So as you were saying, there's a rise in costs in fuel in particular. So the gas station, the PT filling stations across Bangkok and the surrounding areas are now offering 25 baht curry meals to people in those areas to help cope with the rising costs of essential things like food. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, along with the Thai Restaurant Association, it's launched its brand new project today for the curry project. Now, the TRA president said that the project is in cooperation with several other partners and that the association also has guidelines for restaurants on how to soften the impact of rising costs for ingredients and liquid petroleum gas, that's LPG. So not only is the regular gas going up, the LPG prices have also gone up, okay. and which causes a ripple effect to everything, including food. Now, this initiate initiative follows the announcement on june 17th 
mid of last week, I think, when the Energy Ministry Permanent Secretary revealed that the Energy Policy and Planning Office was going to support measures to buffer the rising cost of fuel resulting from the ongoing Russia-Ukraine conflict by maintaining the price of diesel at no more than 35 baht per liter until the end of June, which is very, very close. Like We're nearing the end of June, so expect prices to soar up a little bit higher. So many of the truckers are still not happy because mm -hmm. they want the price to be capped at 25 baht per liter, but now it's at 30 baht per liter per uh, 32, diesel. 32, right? I yes, it was, around yeah. there, around 30. It's hovering a little bit. And they're already unhappy. So who knows when they actually let go of the price and let it soar to 35 to about 40. That's going to affect a lot of people. Okay. In fact, um, I can see that the prices of the food in the canteen next door has already increased hmm. quite quite significantly and I'm very surprised that this PT filling station can offer food for only 25 baht per meal. I don't know how big the meals are going to be because the campaign only launched today but 25 baht per meal is what I paid when I was 10 years old which is a long time ago yeah. so the fact that you can provide that price is mm. quite well, it's yeah, interesting. 25 baht for a curry I mean it's difficult to find that in Bangkok. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is available in very specific areas. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I, and I think the further away you go from the city, you know, you travel to Sirasha, you travel to Isan or wherever, yes, you will find those prices. But yeah, they're, they're unreal for, for Bangkok. Mm -hmm. And especially during recent times because of inflation, um, minimum would be what 40 baht yeah 50 baht i would right? say 40 50 now in the canteen it's 60 baht mm. and you know those mooping sticks yeah i used to buy it from a guy who sold it for 12. mooping and then, is grilled pork by yeah, the way yeah grilled, sorry, yeah grilled pork it's like pork on a lollipop stick it's like <laughs> candied lollipops it was 12 baht and then they increased it to 15 baht and just friday i yeah. went there and i gave him the exact same change that i always do and he's like uh yeah well it's actually 20 baht now for the same amount of pork oh, no. from 12 to 20 baht in a span of less than six months. How dare he? Yeah, how dare he? But it's so good. I can't turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, you can go enjoy or try out your 25 baht curry at your nearest PT station. Mm. Is it every PT station? In Bangkok and oh, surrounding Bangkok. areas only. Okay, mm. cool. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. Once we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about the Pattaya Pride Parade. And also, in Shunbury, beware, there's a cactus thief. <laughs> More story on this after the break. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to give a quick shout out to Thomas Hamilton. What a name. Uh, thank you for being a Tiger member. We appreciate your support. Thank, thank you, you very much. much. And also, Natty, we've got a new sponsor. Oh! It's BISP. BISP. That is the British International School, Phuket. Some might even say the top school in Thailand. Is that because you went there? It is absolutely not because I went there, even though I did. But it's just a fact. <laughs> okay. It's right. just a fact. Okay. Uh, well, so, okay, since we're, we're there, yes. can you tell me one good experience you had in BISP? 
one good experience like you, one of the most memorable like wow this is like laminated in my memory the football tournaments okay so my school was known as the football team and now things have changed we're really into sports and we even have sports national sports athletes world sports sports athletes uh, but back in my time we were really known uh, football football was love football was life mm. and if if you want to be somebody in school you had to play football mm. but uh, yeah we, we were quite extreme we were quite competitive we would travel to Bangkok, to uh, Brunei, we to Pattaya, to, Brunei, uh, to Regents Pattaya. Yeah. Uh, we've tra- you know we had teams from Taiwan and all these co- international teams would come to compete in our school yearly. We had a yearly tournament, uh-huh. and our school was just amazing for sports. And we were able to make these connections and these uh, experiences with kids from all around the world coming together for sport. Mm. So uh, yeah, that was one of them most memorable oh that's nice it's it's nice to have like kids mingle around with other kids from different countries to get how to call it acclimated i don't know like to get you know a more worldly view without even having to leave thailand itself and it was yeah it was just the opportunity to meet all these people i mean Mm -hmm. in general the school has a is a very multicultural school Mm -hmm. and you you know you get to meet people from all different nationalities accents you know origins that's why you're so good at accents <laughs> maybe who knows <laughs> you're just making fun of your peers yeah right but, and left uh, yeah i guess that's that's one of the benefits of going to a multicultural mm. school you get to you get you get opened up to so many uh good things okay uh, experiences and uh, around the world so yeah uh thank you to bisp british british international school phuket for sponsoring good morning thailand all right and moving on netty this weekend you were a busy bee I was a buzz, busy bee. buzz, flying around. <laughs> buzz. Uh, you were at the Global Women's Summit, and uh, you were closing the event. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely not closing the event, oh, okay. but I was there at the close of the event. How about that? What? <laughs> so, I mean... I thought you were on stage. Oh, I wish. Yes. One day, I shall represent the tiger and be there. Okay. But I wasn't. So, anyhow, Saturday was the final event of the Global Summit of Women. Yeah. And I was there for their special breakfast talk where they talked about social media and the impact it has on news, which mm-hmm. I thought was really interesting because that's exactly what we do. They also had a panel discussion about ECG and how it informs business strategy, ECG being environment, society, and governance. And on that panel, they had several female leaders from leading industries, two from Thailand being the CEO of KBank and the CEO of Siam Piwat, who was one of the main hosts of the event. And at the end of the session, I actually had an opportunity to ask the CEO of Siam Piwat, Kun Chadatip, what her opinions were about setting a quota for females in key leadership positions, because okay. this is a like woo topic for a lot of males they're like how dare you set quotas like what about like you know there are some male candidates that are equally suitable for that position but you're blocking it off for females and i thought her reply was beautiful she said that well thailand is lucky in a sense that historically women actually for hundreds of years we fought side by side with men physically in wars uh there's a famous uh, warrior called tao Sulatnari who actually led the war to completion and she actually won the war it was a, a, a war between Vientiane Laos and uh, for that women were acknowledged that we are second to none and we're basically anything that a man can do women can do as well so we never had that issue of like males and females in the workplace mm-hmm. and so she said for Sayampi what itself performance is all she needs to to know in terms of 
of who's suitable for that position. And currently, about 60% of the key leadership positions are filled with women. So that answers that question. Yeah, so I, I was very happy to be uh, amongst the empowered females there. Um, if anybody were thinking like, ooh, what do women talk about? Well, we talk about anything that you guys are interested in. And I, mm -hmm. I found the dynamic quite interesting. They were talking about metaverse, uh, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, esports even. And back in the days, you would think like, oh, techie, techie stuff like that. Maybe yeah. it's very male heavy, like a, it's a male dominated industry. But no, there were a lot of female techies in that event as well. So it was an eye opener to see the world moving forward towards a lot more equality and yeah, just very empowering event in total. Yeah. Wow. I could feel the passion in you, Nettie. <laughs> right. Well done. All right. I think it's now time to address one of the surveys. Mm -hmm. uh, that we actually put out on Friday as I sent the picture of the survey to Shai, which she can put <laughs> up now. Uh, yes. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, about 2,000 people, uh, 2,000 viewers, uh, actually, oh, sorry, I apologize, 3.7, 3,700 people uh, voted on a question we asked, which was regarding masks. And we asked, mask wearing is officially voluntary with a few exceptions, public transport, crowded spaces. Are you going to stop wearing face masks around the streets and public spaces? 69% of people said, yes, I'm done with masks. No surprise there. In second place was it never bothered it never bothered me then. It doesn't bother me now. With fourteen percent, nope. I don't want to catch COVID. People still uh, safe, uh, wanting to be safe uh, or scared of COVID. Uh, Ten percent of you said that, and I won't stop mainly to avoid the bad air quality in Bangkok. Said six percent. So about uh, what twenty-four? About thirty-two percent. Mm -hmm. uh, Thirty-plus percent of people would still wear a mask mm -hmm. or don't really care. Mm -hmm. But uh, 69, 69%, what a number, 69% <laughs> in particular said, yes, I'm done with masks. Nettie's done with masks. I am so done with masks. Nettie, can I ask you, were you out and about this weekend? I was out and about without a mask. Did you, were you really? I was the probably the only person in the whole entire Asok Prompong area who would just like walk. Well done you. So, if anybody was walking around that area, you might have seen like a small Chinese lady yeah. just walking, walking without a mask. Walking the streets, Natty Marisa. <laughs> Alone, so sad. All yes. right, cool. <laughs> How about you? Uh, on Sunday, I did remove the mask uh -huh. uh, for majority of the time I was uh -huh. around. But while I was commuting, because I took the train, I put on the mask because, yeah, like everyone was wearing the mask. And I felt like I didn't want to be the only person in the train yeah. not wearing a mask. And we were side by side, pretty much this close. Right. Any hair flicking? And I had flicking? to pretend to look around. No, no hair flicking, but just a lot of, you know, pretending like that person's not looking at me while being half a centimeter away. No, half a centimeter, you know, half a meter away. Yeah. I find that so awkward. You know, like when I first took the public transportation yeah. back in like those days, mm -hmm. I didn't know where to look. So I felt like, okay, maybe I should just stare at my phone, but I didn't really want to look at anything on my phone either. So I was <laughs> yeah. just like scrolling through my pictures. Yeah. I was like, Have you weird. had that moment on the train where you just look at someone and you make weird eye contact and you're just like, and then they go, no, I wish I had And then had you that. don't know where to look, and you're just like, we've already acknowledged each other. <laughs> what do we do now? What do we do? What do I do with my hands? <laughs> I just feel like 
as a small person, I guess, like when I look at someone, I typically have to look up. So it looks like I'm intentionally looking at them, right? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, what are you looking at? I'm like, oh gosh, okay, I'll look here. Oh no, now I'm looking Nobody, at another person. This, has someone ever actually said like, what are you looking at? No, they don't say it verbally, oh, but they their, do eyes, it with their eyes, especially the women, they're so ferocious. They're like, ferocious wow <laughs> all right let's go with that <laughs> talking about uh ferocious women um no not talking about ferocious women just ferociousness uh let's talk about Pattaya pride parade even Woohoo! though it has no ferociousness <laughs> uh but yes ladies and gentlemen there was a Pattaya pride parade this weekend in case you missed it but people in Pattaya, i'm guessing you were out on the streets uh celebrating um Nettie, you've got more information on this. Yeah, I have a little bit. So last Saturday, uh, the International Pride Festival 2022 was held in Pattaya, Shunburgi, to celebrate gay rights. Mm -hmm. And the City Hall and the Tourist Authority of Thailand were amongst the parade sponsors this year. There were over hundreds of people of all genders, celebrities, drag artists who joined, and they just basically showed unity and solidarity in this event. And I think the parade came at a pivotal moment for gay rights in Thailand in particular uh, because there's a bill to grant same-sex civil union status. It's currently pending right now and going through the parliament, but at the moment the bill doesn't <coughs> quite endorse same-sex marriage yet. But what it does entail is that couples can adopt children, jointly manage assets and liabilities, and have inheritance and heritage rights between partners, which right now it's currently not in the laws, but it'll slowly, slowly yeah. become it, it's that. It's a step yeah. forward, at least. Yes. And uh, speaking of the Pattaya International Pride Parade, if you don't mind me segueing right into the Miss International Queen 2022. Have you ever heard of that event before? Miss International No. There's quite a few shows out there, just for my defense. Right. I only know Miss Universe, Miss World. Now there's, I think, Miss Grand, Miss yes. Supranational. Tiffany? I know Miss Tiffany's. Miss Tiffany is one of them. But Miss International Queen is one of the biggest and most famous transgender beauty pageant across oh, the globe. Okay. Yeah. And the winner, drum rolls please, brrr, the Philippines. Right. So there were all together 23 women who competed for the title. And Miss Fuchsia Anna Ravina, who is a Filipina business owner, 27 years old, very young, she claimed the crown in Pattaya on Saturday. And the runner up were from uh, Colombia and France. Now, the pageant hasn't been held in almost two years, obviously due to the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, so, Fuchsia's win marks the pageant's return. And also, a fun fact, June is officially the Pride Month around the world. So that's why the okay. event is held specifically on this weekend. There are tons. Philippines has just got pageants on lockdown. Yeah. I mean. Beautiful people all is around. It, yeah, I mean, wow. Yeah, well done. Well done to Philippines. <laughs> All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on to our last topic. Now, beware, Natty. Mm. Do you like plants? I like plants. Do you like cactus? I, sure. Do you have a small cactus on your desk? You know, those small cactuses that you can buy in the local market? For 20 baht? Yeah. My sister is a cactus uh, collector, actually. She has tons of cactus. She's a cactus freak. She is a freaky <laughs> okay. cactus. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, beware because Shunbury cactus thieves are on the loose. <laughs> yeah. And they stole cactus up to 80,000 baht. Wow. Yeah. I was just wondering how many small... Uh, we're talking about those small 
small cactus plants that you can keep on your desk. Right. I don't know if you've ever uh, had a look on that. Chai, do you have a picture? By the way, it's cacti. I think the plural is cacti. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, we're talking about uh, these small, uh, the small. Does anybody have a small plant at the office? You Carmel? almost do. I think Carmel does. Yeah, but that's not a cactus. Oh, that's... could you get mine? Could you get mine Yours on my desk? Yours isn't a cactus either. Yours yeah, is but a it's fake a good, plant. It's a good representation oh, of, no. of, of the cactus plant. Thank you very much. Thank you. This is Josephine. Josephine. Ladies and gentlemen. So I'm talking about, uh, they're even smaller than this, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, cactus thieves stole about 80,000 baht worth of these. Wow, that's a lot I wonder of how many he stole, because this cost me 20 baht. I think this costs about 50 baht from Ikea, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Ikea of Sweden. That's why... Oh, I came Josephine. all the way from Sweden. That's right. But yeah, two new crooks are on the loose in Shunbury province, cactus thieves. But why would anyone steal the prickly plants, I thought? And uh, they are reportedly worth 80,000 baht. So there's a lot of money to be made. Uh, CCTV footage from last week shows that there were two men in masks who cut through the net of a greenhouse in Sirashah district and uh, stole about 200 of these beautiful cactus plants before they dashed away in their pickup truck. Uh, the cactus farmer... Uh, was uh, says the plants altogether were worth around 80,000 baht and uh, yeah the Pariya News uh, reported this news and uh, the owner is going to hopefully uh, report the incident to the Sirasha police station can you catch someone who's stolen a lot of 200 plants mm, I guess they're not going to sell it on the black market they're just going to sell it <laughs> anywhere yeah Right, but yeah, Thailand and the world uh, at large has you know uh, plunged into an economic crisis due to the several issues, and yeah, many many people have actually you know um, been finding new modes of uh, selling selling things, mm. whether it's food, whether it's mini cactus plants, and the farmer was uh, one of this, and it, he's actually come out and said, look, I'm quite depressed. Eighty thousand baht is a lot of money for me and my family, and I would have sold these plants you know he, he's nurtured these plants because they're real plants he's yeah. created them he's watered them they they have to be with him until you know they're sold and yes they're easy to maintain it's a cactus you water it once a month but still or, though, or once a week but still yeah it's you an know effort, yeah. yeah it's an effort it's his creation and and you know um although the story has a funny vibe and you know cactus thieves we can laugh at it but someone's lost a lot of money and this farmer's lost eighty thousand baht unfortunately mm. so i hope the police do catch him and yeah. he, he or you know in some i don't even know if you can insure plants or, yeah. or you know i'm sure i don't know depending on how Depending on whether you can buy insurance for your business, if you're selling mini cactus plants, I doubt he has it. Uh, hopefully he can somehow, um, either they catch the criminals or he can get money back from the insurance. But uh, yeah, we wish him all the best. I find it really interesting that in these dire times, mm -hmm. a lot of people are stealing plants. Because yeah. do you remember not too long ago, somebody was stealing, was it coconut plants or something? On like a pickup truck going somewhere. Like, just, really? yeah, just like going... Durian trees. Oh, sorry. durian trees. Excuse yeah, yeah. Me. Sorry. They yeah, were trying trees. to uh, take it to Laos, I believe. Yeah. And th those won't cost a lot because I think there was like a thousand trees or something yeah. that you stole. <laughs> Just like tons of tree stealing. Oh well. Yeah. Well, who knows? There's a there's a very uh, m there's a market out there. I mean, I have one. 
fake one. Uh, Carmel has one. Do you have one, Nettie? I don't. I'm we need to get you one. Do you, oh, okay. Yeah, they say that you know when you're an editor and you're coloring videos because because you're color grading and uh, doing color correction after a long time you lose your sense of uh, color. Not you know like your <laughs> eyes get affected by just like okay. focusing on your screen a long time. So they say you should take take your out. Take your plant out and look at it, and it kind of neutralizes your eyes. Really, is this real? I don't even know if it's real, but it's a common practice okay. amongst editors. Hmm. I want to try. I don't know if there's any scientific proof actually uh, confirming that, but hey, you do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's all mental. If you believe it, it's true. Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. Once we come back from the break. The voice of God has been paying attention and she has been collecting your comments and questions for us to answer after this break. Good morning, Thailand gets up to 80,000 viewers per week and we'd like to weaponize our audience for you. That's right. So if you have a business or a property or even your house that you'd like to sell. Private yacht? Yeah, it could, we could be in space. I'm not sure about space. Well, all you have to do is contact us on info at the tiger.com and you can hire us up to a day or even a week and we'll go to your property and do the show live. Good morning, Thailand. Coming your way. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's now time to answer some of your questions and answers. Enter the chat, the voice of God. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Carmel. Yes, I will work on my entrance one day. Okay, first comment. It's not related to the topics you talked about, but Sis says, Hi, Ajay, you're a stunner. Oh. Who said that? Sis, S-I-Z. That might be a first. <laughs> Thank you very much. But then again, I hope stun in a good way. Or just like... You're so. I think he. he it's so a compliment. Any way to stunned. insult someone by calling them a stunner? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Nah. Stone Cold. Stone Cold Stunner. What? No, nobody gets that reference. No. Anyways, thank you for the compliment. If it was a compliment. Yep. I'm just so not used to getting compliments that I'm always, you know, someone's phone went off. Hello. How dare okay. they? Someone from Facebook, Jonathan yeah. Paul Snow says, "Bring back Tim." Who said that, sorry? Jonathan Paul Snow. Jonathan Paul Snow, I think uh, that's something for you to address yourself. <laughs> All right. Okay, and the, uh, regarding the fire in Chinatown, yeah. Tony the Tiger 86, our member, said that having electrical wire above the ground makes it worse for sure. The above fire? the ground? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, because it, there was a fire, right? So you want to put all the power and electricity mm. and communications down. Yeah. But yeah, then they're all, they're all there. Like, it's tangled, yeah. too. And yeah. It's just, it's such an old place as well. As mm. in, like, you know, it's one of the oldest towns, Chinatowns, you know? I mean, it's, it's been there for, what, de not decades, but... No centuries. No, no not I centuries. wouldn't say centuries. <laughs> but it's been there for a, quite a few decades now. And, mm. like, it's not like they're going to, the government's going to go out and work on the roads of Chinatown and work on the cables it, mm. it's just something that it's been there for so long that it's easy to forget mm -hmm. and then you know when when an event like a fire happens and all these hazards get highlighted from news reports then they're like oh let's do something about it now mm -hmm. and unfortunately that's how things really work mm -hmm. I'm always in awe when I see people working on the cables I'm like how do you even know which cable is what because they're all in a huge loop and they all look the same. Like He's the a genius. Same, yeah. I think I think those electricians don't get paid enough because Seriously. just looking at those wires, like you're living on the edge, my man. Yes. Other people added on to that. 
comment. Yeah. Oluka said, I'm surprised more fires like that don't occur in Thailand. Mm-hmm. Drumkila said, whenever I go there to Chinatown, I say this to myself, if fire breaks, we're all screwed. Mm-hmm. And Hans said, with all the lightning around Konken, I'm surprised we have any working electronics left in the house. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I guess like it's rainy season right now as yeah. well, so tons of yeah. lightning and be careful. Yeah. I mean, I wonder how it would be when we were in Surat. The light kept going. When we were in Surat, honey, it was, it was raining quite heavily. And um, yeah, the light went out almost both the days that we were yeah, there. Yeah, we were there. And it was not out for like 30 minutes. It yeah. was out for hours and hours at end. And I was thinking, oh, no, we're going to be yeah. in the dark. And, and and by no fault from the resort as well, no. uh, we, we actually got pictures and we the next day when we were driving by, we saw a giant electric pole just falling onto the street. Yeah, that's pretty scary. And then, the, yeah, there were people out there trying to fix it and I was like, I salute you, good sir, for doing what you do. Mm. When you guys talked about the commuters, how they turned to trains because of the rising prices in fuel, right? Um, Oluka agreed with you and said to add more cars to the train, but a good buck, I have no clue how to say this username, he said that MRT train lengths are dependent on the length of the platforms. So as long as the platforms are a certain length, they, there's no way they can add yeah. another compartment. Right. Yes. But BG Santa suggested, or they could jack up the price of traveling with trains to lower the demand. Oh no! I don't think people would like that. <laughs> but then mm. that would kind of defeat the whole purpose of trying to make it a more livable city. Exactly. Like, yeah. Putting costs down. Ryan Bishop, our member, said, "Jay, just use your chopper. Just chopper. use my chopper <laughs> instead of the trains. How, I don't know. The fuel costs? prices are quite crazy these days, Ryan. <laughs> so I've, you know, I've cut down costs. Right. So you only travel by Ferraris now, you mean? I wish I had a Ferrari. <laughs> That's my dream. Your dream. That's car. my dream car." Right. Yeah. That's when I know I've made it. If I can afford a Ferrari, uh-huh. that's when I know. Hmm. PG Santa asked, when are the shows from Kaosal going to be available to us commoners? That's an excellent question. Who said that? PG Santa? Yes. Yay! Well, everyone will be able to view uh, our first video from Suratani on Saturday, this coming Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. We will be showing you teaser clips throughout the week so that you can get excited. But yes, Saturday is the launch date of the first video and uh, all members will also get uh, behind the scenes, bloopers, funny videos that we caught all on camera while we were there uh, uh, for an exclusive video for members only. But yes, everyone will get to enjoy our first video of Suratani launching out on Saturday. Yep. Um, Nadi, in the Global Summit of Women, right, you said they talked about various topics, but did they also address like social issues or not really? Did they? Yes. Uh, so they were talking about, uh, you know, social issues such as like pronouns, you know, how it's important to acknowledge and recognize that there's now in this day and age, right? Like <laughs> different people have different preferences of he, she, he, his, her, all that, and many, many more. But I think mostly the summit was focusing on how to revive the women's economic progress, especially during the COVID pandemic when mm-hmm. a lot of women uh, entrepreneurs lost their businesses and how to get back on that. Mm. Okay. That was more of the gist of the, okay. that. Then there's no way that you can answer this question, right? Because Hans asked, uh, how do women at the summit feel about the abortion rights? 
Oh, the nobody. It was. wasn't talked about, so mm-hmm. I don't know how everybody was feeling about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, can I address one comment? Uh, I'd like to welcome Eric M for catching us live. Uh, he said, "Nice, finally caught another live." Welcome, Eric M. Uh, Greg Anderson said, well, went to Siam Paragon yesterday. All Thai people were wearing masks, expats not so much. I had a similar experience. I went to M. Kortia this weekend, and uh, the only people who weren't wearing masks were foreigners, exercising their right like they should. And uh, 90, 95% people were wearing masks, and they were all Thai people. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think it's still going to take uh, some while. Even the Prime Minister came out and uh, spoke about how um, he was actually quite happy to see that Thai people are wearing masks even if they're, they're, even though they're not required. So people are choosing to wear masks uh, more than anything. And Khun Cha Cha, everyone's favorite Bangkok governor, uh, actually posted a video of him jogging in the park without a mask. Mm. He is the first official. We were talking yes. about this last week, Nettie. Yeah. He is the first official out there to uh, take out his mask in open spaces. Yes. Um, was it a rule that you had to wear your mask even in open spaces to run? Like a mask, yeah. mask was required. Was yeah, was. that's right. Yeah. But now it's not required anymore. People weren't doing it. Let's be honest. Like mm. many people were not wearing a mask while running in a park. Because you can't. But it's so you were actually yeah. required to. Yeah. Mm. Hans C. Schellenberg says, "I'm setting up a GoFundMe to buy Jay a Harley." Yes, please, wow. Hans. Yes, please. Can I tell you a funny story? Please. Growing up, I loved bikes. Mm. I thought bikes were the coolest thing ever. You know, like any boy, I was like, when I'm when I can get my driving license, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna buy myself a bike. And my dad was completely against it. He was like, not in Thailand, you're not. Yeah. He's like, you're gonna die before you live your life. He's uh-huh. like, there's no way you're driving a bike as long as I'm alive. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like I thought he would change his mind eventually. And he used to have a chopper. Okay. So he didn't have a Harley, but he used to have, a, I think, a Honda Chopper. I don't remember. Right, those big but bikes. Yeah, to yeah. me, it was like the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. You know? Those bikes, you turn them on and you're, 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 you're disrupting all your neighbors and it just feels like, yeah, I'm yeah. a man. You know, you get a leather jacket. The only time you ever wear a leather jacket in Thailand in this hot, sunny <laughs> weather. And I was like, like 30 days before I turned 18, he sold it. <gasps> Oh no, he knew it. He was like, uh oh, legal age to drive, yeah, let me he, just sell it. <laughs> he was honest about it. Right. I think at that time, um, at that time, the legal age was still 15 okay. to drive to get a motorcycle okay. uh, license. I didn't know that. I thought, oh, 18, everything, right? So, but then, yeah, 30 days before he sold his bike, and he was quite honest about it. He's like, look, once you get 18, I wouldn't be able to say no to you because legally you're allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. But he's just like, I just don't want you to drive a bike. Aww. Like, I love you too much to you know let that happen on my watch and i was like fair enough now that i'm a lot older and i've been been out and about a little bit and i've seen all the motorbike it's like a motorbike uh, motorbike accidents and i've actually lost unfortunately i've lost some people through um uh motorbike accidents i get it i understand and i would never want my sister to ever drive a motorbike in Thailand. Mm, I mean, things happen, accidents happen all the time, but it's just not safe in Thailand. It's not, like people just don't abide by the rules, so you can't even predict, even if you're super safe, you can't control everybody else on the road to be safe with you. Although, shout out to my good friend Maria, she drives a big bike okay. and she wears a leather jacket in yeah. Thailand, by the way. I mean, and yeah, just, just it's like, so badass, man. It is so badass. badass. Although I'm like, damn. So, girl. Hans, if you do get me a Harley, I will, uh, <laughs> I will parlay these, uh, these rules that uh, I have, uh, you know, yeah. that I've been abided by my whole life and I will drive that Harley. Yeah, I don't think he will. But one can dream. Uh, 
Should I address a few more? Sure, if you have okay. more. Um, <laughs> on the survey of the masks, Captain Kremen said that he was in Asok with no mask, except when a restaurant demanded mask on entry. So I was able to take it off one minute later. So you're not. So you. So to enter the restaurant, you had to wear a mask, but you have to take it out anyways when you go yeah, eat. It's kind of weird. Silly. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the restaurant's being silly. But yes, that is about it. Actually, that's all I got from the comments. Yeah. Uh, John Peake says, I have three Harleys, guys. No kids. <laughs> that's one way to afford uh, three uh, Harleys. Yes. <laughs> Look P at you. I don't, PG Santa doesn't picture you as a bike person. PG's. I'm not a bike person. I've never actually rode a bike. I've, I've ridden like a Honda Click to the 7-Eleven, you know? <laughs> but I've never really, uh, yeah, I've never ridden a bike. I'm more of a car guy just by default because I've only driven a car. Mm. I always wanted to be a pilot though. Mm. Yeah. I was one of those kids who watched Top Gun as a kid and I was like, oh, I want to be a fighter pilot. Yeah. You know, like I'm the not complete opposite of you, but I've always wanted to do, uh, wanted to race cars like on a car track, like professionally. Okay. And my dad was like, absolutely no. Like, <laughs> you will not do that. So I took my dad's car out and drifted and then I was grounded for a week. I'm like, okay. Oh, <laughs> okay, oh that no, that's me. <laughs> when I was younger, I don't do that anymore. Wow. I do it with my mom's Drifting car. Drifting dad's car. <laughs> yeah, it was what not a, good. What a rebel you. <laughs> His tires were ruined. Uh, let yeah. me just say that much. Yeah. <sighs> okay. There are no other comments or All questions. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, um, we hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you have, please click the like button. There's 372 people watching, 91 likes. Like, please click the like button for Josephine. Josephine! Yes. And Natty sporting a tiger, tiger t-shirt. And you too. Yes. Yesterday on live, I actually had a tote bag. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And, and I gave it away. And guess who won? Who? Retired Ron. Oh, retired Ron again. He's just a serial winner. What? I'm telling you. So I asked the question, "What is Tiger's slogan?" Uh -huh. And he was the first. And I was the first person to answer. He didn't send a message the whole chat, and then all of a sudden, I see retired Ron. He 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 said our slogan, which is uh, "Join the conversation." Nice. Congrats. So, yeah. Tote bag coming to you, retired Ron. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen. I've just said ladies and gentlemen pretty much fifty times. Larry's <laughs> not here to keep count. Okay, All right, yeah. Have a have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow on live. So Bye. thank you, Nettie. Thank you, Carmel. Thank you, Shai. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye.